All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another thrilling season of Truth and Reconciliation. It's the Pellwood Fantasy Football League podcast. He's Peter Elwood. I'm Seth Martin. It is great to have you with us. Peter, how are you, sir? Dude, that's a th- that felt uh, great. Oh man, you, you really, good. you really, you really nailed that opening. Well done. I brought it. I'm just excited, my friend. It's good to see your face. It's been a good long time since the pod has been back in action, and I only get to say season once a year, and so that that's right. This is kind of like you know the pre-show to the pre-show that is the draft, that is the pre-kickoff Super Bowl that we have covered. Now I I looked back. Uh, this is our eighth pod season congratulations to you we are beginning an eighth season of podcasting this go round. pretty awesome that that is pretty awesome that's exciting exciting stuff it feels like it has been a long off season yeah and uh feels like there are a lot of changes coming into uh this season though there are for for sure so it's going to be a a different kind of season yeah well let's get to that tell us commish how are you feeling? Uh, give us a give us your leadership. I mean, here you are uh, at your podium ahead of the the draft. The commissioner stands up and does his spiel, do a little uh, vision casting for us for the twenty twenty one twenty two season. What you got for us? Well, so I think we're we're going up a, another level. You know, already mm-hmm. the greatest fantasy football league in the world, yeah. and uh, we're just kicking things up one more notch. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, big change to start is just the NFL changing to sure. expand their their season to add, add another week. Yeah. Um, so that's going to change things for us. It's going to impact all of our you know historical uh, comparisons. It's going to impact what the the benchmark is for making the playoffs right. or not. Right. Uh, or in the past, you basically had to be above 500. Right. Uh, sometimes you sneak in at six and seven, depending on how things broke. But yeah. uh, now we, uh, we could have some teams that go, uh, what, seven and seven in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Now there's about 14 weeks of fantasy football regular season before the playoffs. Yeah. And uh, so that'll, that'll be different for sure. Yeah. It also makes the championship game different because, you know, one week can make a big difference in the health of your players. Uh, yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what the NFL coaches and teams do with their players if mm-hmm. they if they kind of implement a second bye week for some of their their stars, um, and that, you know maybe they they bench their quarterback for a game uh, because they want to make sure that he is fresh and ready for the playoffs mm-hmm. um, for the, the the real NFL playoffs. So yeah. uh, it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see how that impacts the season, but. You know, that's going to impact everybody, and yeah. uh, we'll, we'll all figure it out together. But, that's right, um, yeah. Uh, it may, means that sleepers may be more necessary. It means that handcuffs may be more valuable. It means that your your bye week uh, monitoring during the draft may be pretty critical. There's a lot of, of nuanced factors, I think, that will play into it. I'm excited about it. Yeah, and then I think, you know, I think COVID will also play an impact in this season, uh, depending on vaccination levels and status and whether there are, there are breakthrough cases even of vaccinated players. And I think I think there's going to be less grace from the NFL for teams who mm. have issues with uh, players having to go on the COVID list, uh, where last year there was a lot more schedule adjusting uh, for, you know, all right, we're going to move this game from Thursday night to Tuesday night, or we're going to 
cancel this week's game and reschedule it. I feel like this year they're just going to basically make people forfeit wow, through. Some, yeah, exactly. Games, it's going to be a you know, forfeit. So, or, yeah, um, they're going to be pulling people out of the out of the stands to sub in one or the other. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. So I mean, I, I think with both bye weeks and COVID, we don't really have any way to research or control how that plays out. And so I think there's me a, a little bit of uh, bad luck uh, that comes into play with, with both those things where you might just get screwed one week sure. um, because your players are being rested or because uh, a game was postponed um, or uh, uh, one team had to forfeit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, those are factors in the NFL. They're external to our league and it sounds like they're, they're for the majority part out of our control. It's more of a hang on and see what happens and be ready to make adjustments on the fly. What about changes inside our league? What would you say with the, the big changes, the little ones, what would you say has the most significance uh, that would be in your mind, the, the biggest change uh, that we're preparing for as a league? I think the biggest change uh, obviously would be the move to sleeper as our, our platform uh, moving off of ESPN, moving to sleeper. And um, it's a, I think it's a little bit of an unknown. I think um, only maybe one guy, I think Brian is the only one who's ever actually managed to lead in sleeper before. Um, and so it'll be fun to explore and figure out how it works. And I think uh, everyone really needs to make sure they can uh, get up to speed and do as much research just on the, the platform itself, uh, both for the draft and in-season management. Mm-hmm. Um, to make sure that there are no technical or um, you know other challenges just because of not knowing how it works. Um, you know, we've been doing ESPN for a long time yep. and uh, you know done Yahoo before that. And I'm sure everyone's pretty familiar with those two platforms, but uh, no, you know, only Brian's really familiar with Sleeper. So he might have a, an advantage out of the date, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll learn it together and, um, hopefully we'll have, you know be good sparks about it, and if uh, someone doesn't know how to do something, we'll make sure that uh, we have everyone get up to speed. But um, I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll have more control with uh, Sleeper and more um, we, we can kind of dictate how it it plays out a little bit more. Hopefully we have uh, some additional statistics and some new ways to look at things that we did not have access to before. Yeah. And notwithstanding the fact that ESPN has been very slow to update or even, uh, you know, modernize their drafting software and their, their league management software for, for many, many years, other than giving it the occasional cosmetic facelift. uh, Those things are uh, complaints and gripes, not necessarily, the primary reason why we'd be making a big platform jump entirely. What are you most excited about that sleeper offers that you think is going to benefit our league? I think I'm most excited about that. They're trying to continue to make improvements on this. I mean, you talk about like ESPN, um, they would, I feel like most of the time when they made changes, it was to remove uh, features and to remove mm-hmm. uh, options that were nice to have. Um, and, it really only ever went one direction, which was to, to simplify things and take things away. And I feel like Sleeper is uh, continuously trying to add things to um, make it more appealing and make it more interesting and make it more fun. And, you know, as commissioner, I'm always in favor of anything that makes more the fun. league more fun. Yeah, that's right. 
That is right. It's very on brand. Well, how about uh, our conversation regarding uh, the ability to trade draft dollars and starting to get into the uh, mingling and messing of economy? That will be uh, that will be a new wrinkle. I feel like it will have less impact than it sounds like it would have off the bat. Where uh, hopefully it is only used as a sweetener in a in a deal where you're not quite there on, on a potential trade between two players. You feel like it's a, it's not quite even, and so uh, one team is like, eh, I don't feel like this, but maybe if you kick in another, you know. Five dollars into next year's draft budget, then then we got a deal, something like that. Um, you know, it's all you can trade up to twenty dollars worth of draft capital for for next year. Uh, you can't go over or under um, twenty dollars plus or minus the the starting point, and I think um, that will have some impact, but I don't think it'll be huge. Um, and I think I think we've seen even teams that have the best values from their keepers don't always come out with the best drafts. Um, so even if you have additional draft capital, I don't think it's a guarantee that you're in this extremely favorable position. Sure. Uh, it's all about how you use it. So yeah. um, I think, I think it makes, it makes it more fun because it, it adds something else uh, adds another uh, boat, uh, sorry, another arrow to the quiver. That's right. Um, when you're in trade conversations and um, you know, the, the straight conversations uh, can be really exciting and uh, it's a bummer when they don't pan out. So uh, this is gives one more, one more option, one more path to take to, to get to uh, get to a deal, which is, uh, which is always best. Mm-hmm. Yep. How about in season other than the, the draft itself, the new lobby, what are you excited about with uh, the sleeper app? Yeah, I think I think trading the the draft dollars is is a big one. I haven't um, you know like I haven't managed a season in, uh, with sleeper before, so uh, it's a little bit new for me. There's not really a great way to test that um, because you can do mock drafts, you can't really do a mock uh, in season management. So um, we may have to have Brian on here to give us a little uh, rundown of what we need to uh, watch out for, what we need to do uh, on sleeper. Uh, okay. So. Okay. So that is sleeper. We're excited about the changes there and I'm looking at it right now and we are 10 days, six hours, 12 minutes and 20 seconds away as a, this moment in recording production from the draft, the, the greatest day of the year and our draft has been upgraded once again as the greatest fantasy football league in the world continues to be on brand. I'm very excited about our draft weekend. Before we talk about that, though, what additional rule changes, votes, off-season chatter that resulted in some modifications to the league do you want to highlight, Pete? I think the uh, the biggest one would be the last place punishment. Um, we've now modified that, and I think it'll be uh, more fun. It requires a little bit more uh, commitment from the one who finished in last place, but uh, hopefully it'll be a good time. It'll definitely be something I'm excited about. Uh, to uh, basically have to do the uh, the drills from the NFL Combine and uh, r- record it, film it, share it with the with the group. And uh, you know, Michael finished in last place last year. He told me he is planning on doing those Combine drills this upcoming weekend. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So I'm uh, very excited All to. Right. Uh, did to, did to see that i told him i said you know this is a you know, first one doing this you're trying to set in the bar that's right by which that's right. all everybody's gonna want to beat place, that record right that's right <laughs> all future last place finishers are gonna have to uh try to beat your record yeah. your, your records and yeah so we'll, we'll keep track well, of you know, who's the 
who's the lead hold, record holder for the 40 he, time. He should honestly, yeah, do us a favor and just set the bar really low so that every year we're just on an on, onward and upward trend here. I'd love to <laughs> love for him to jump on the sword of saying, all right, I went in hey, at 70%. Everyone's going to have, yeah, everyone's going to have their own strengths, you know? So I think if, if you're, if, it's, if it's your shot, you know, if it's your time to <laughs> miss take it. your shot, yeah, really you, gotta, gotta you go kind for of it. are playing for for pride a little bit because you've you've just lost the greatest fantasy football league in the world in, in the worst position possible. You got to recoup some 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 face. <laughs> There's yeah. some trust been broken. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, what other a, a little bit of competitive aspect yeah. to it? What other rule changes uh, should we anticipate this year? I, I think just with the change to sleeper, there's some more options with scoring settings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did make some changes. I mostly you know did a straight import of what we had in ESPN. Right. Um, but there were some additional uh, uh, scoring opportunities that were not available with ESPN. So uh, make sure everyone should check those out and make sure they're aware of how the scoring works. And if they see any, or honestly, if anyone sees anything that's uh, way out of whack, uh, raise it up. Uh, and we can discuss it because uh, you know took a took a first pass at it of what seemed reasonable and what seemed to make sense. But um, if there's anything that's non-standard or even if it is standard but it looks odd, then um, let's talk about it. Um, and then uh, on top of that, we did have to modify the the payout structure a little bit with with the money since now we've got an additional week um, that uh, we have yeah. to uh, to do so. Uh, now there's you know 17 weeks of top score finish for the week. Mm-hmm. It's twenty dollars. Um, so I think uh, the the change made was to uh, lower a little bit what second place gets, uh, lower a little bit what the toilet bowl winner gets. Um, I, I think. And so anyway, first place payout is now five hundred. Second is two forty. Third is a hundred and. So the bowl winner gets uh, 20. I think that's just great. Uh, and it sounds like a good modification. I think the week-to-week top score uh, is one of the, the better ideas that we've added to keep people in the game and to avoid the, do- the dumpster bin dumping uh, of keeper trade and all of those other things if you're waving the flag around, <laughs> you know, week eight uh, when you're sitting two and six or whatever. So Definitely. Love it. Well, good. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, that option. I'm excited about Sleeper uh, significantly. Uh, I think it's gorgeous from an interface standpoint, and that alone already yep. gives me a uh, a little bit of a bias towards it from the get-go. Um, I'm excited about the ability to trade draft dollars. I'm going to be very curious to see. We are a stingy bunch when it comes to trades, and I think that the uh, the value that we put on draft dollars uh these things are uh this is crypto we need like we we, we joked about it a couple weeks ago in the chat like we need some nfts attached to these bad boys or nifties as they are <laughs> called this is a a currency that we're breaking it out of the confines of its 200 dollars per person economy where no inflation can occur other than uh, you know, what we allow perceived value to do. And, and of course, the uh, supply as it drains in there. But man, uh, if we can start moving a plus minus a 20 around uh, and how that might impact or, or swing the league, I'll be interested to do some comparisons of 
incumbents versus challengers and how much money is in the bank uh, within each of those camps going into the draft. Uh, There's some fascinating economics that are going to be at play here now that there's pieces that can move a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to have to update the algorithm at the very least. So (laughs) we're going to see what that (laughs) looks like. Uh, But man, I'm, I'm excited. Of course, I'm excited about the draft. I'm excited about the process of drafting. Um, I uh, uh, was going to ask you about uh, to what degree you have planned and prepped, not necessarily asking you about what your planning is or how you're prepping, but how has it been going? I think I've stayed up to date with news and information throughout the off season mm-hmm. more than I usually do. So I feel pretty ready. Um, and I think right now it's like, I have the information and it's more about figuring out a strategy and applying a strategy. So haven't done that yet. Um, you know, trying to once things settle down a little bit with some, you know, additional information from preseason and uh, start to figure out targets and, uh, and that, that sort of thing. So, yeah. uh, I think, I think, I think we're right on track to, uh, to be ready for when, when draft uh, weekend comes. And of course, you know, it's uh, everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face every year, but um, just try to avoid getting punched in the face too hard uh, w- with the draft. Yep. So, yep. I've, I've been dissatisfied with uh, draft performance the last couple of years. So I'm going to try to do better this year. Oh, is there any particular area that has uh, bothered you? I just feel like I didn't get the most bang for the buck coming out of the draft and, you know, got to try to uh, figure out how to maximize potential a little bit more with uh, the draft dollars have spent. So, you know, wh- wh- one thing we haven't talked about that I'm excited about is a lack of change, which is that we don't have any new managers this year. That's right. Um, it's, it's, fun, it's fun to have new managers. It's fun to get new fresh blood in the water, yeah. but um, there's definitely uh, something I appreciate about having consistency of same guys coming back. And, uh, and I think I'm excited for guys who are in their second year this year mm-hmm. uh, as you know, they're going to have a little more experience, uh, a little bit better understanding of how the league works and who the players are and um, you know, who the other managers are um, is what I mean there of how to play off personalities and uh, who to uh, to work trades with and that sort of thing. So uh, I think it'll be, um, it'll be fun to return everyone and uh, jump back in with the same group. Again. Yep. I totally agree. And, and I don't think I've seen any name changes yet either. Of course, that's, maybe because ESPN versus sleeper, maybe guys aren't keeping up to it. Are you aware of any team name changes on the docket? There are some that need to like actually update their team name where I think it just defaults right now to the sleeper username. Okay. Um, one, one name that has changed is Charles. Um, he, he, I think he's changed his name every year. Um, but this year his name is house money. Oh, um, <laughs> I see. Which that. Uh, actually, actually came up in a conversation I had with him where we were talking about the, the season, and uh, you know, he said after after winning it, w- winning the the league, nineteen, his glory two years year. ago. Yep. Yeah, he uh, he's basically playing with house money now, so that's oh. what uh, he was change his name to. Interesting. Yeah, playing with house money. What what did he do in twenty twenty? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know he, he he made the playoffs. Yeah, so something. Well, I think he <laughs> I think he finished with a seven and six, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, he, he did. Uh, he was um, I, I was right. He was one of the teams I was right there with for the last playoff spot, and uh, he, he took it. 
So he got he got a third place finish in uh, last year. Yeah. So he still got his money back. Um, yeah. So yeah. Oh, he's lobbying. Yeah, for, first year, first year in the league. His team name. He was lobbying last year. The lobbyist, I believe. Yeah, the lobbyist. I think he's also been my congressman, mm-hmm. and uh, and the first year might have been White House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So he's right. changed it every year. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's going a little bit away from the brand, a little less uh, political uh uh influence on the team name yeah, this year. Yeah, just a little but, touch, uh, a little house. I mean, maybe there's a cheek there. A little bit, yeah. Okay, but we'll I, I, I like it. Yeah. yeah All right. Like any it. other name changes? Uh, I don't see anything else yet. Like I said, uh we've got all those uh several several teams that have right? not uh named their team yet. They've just got their username in there. So I uh, gotcha. Yep. Nice. Well, so I've been looking at uh, part of my research, as you know, isn't just the uh, player data and, and keeping up with news and who's doing what and such, but I actually really like going back and analyzing draft results from years past. I, and I've shared them with you. I give the league everything that I look at too, but it's fun looking at uh, a snapshot statistically of what former drafts have looked like just to reminisce like because you know i forget like i don't remember how a draft went i just remember the feeling afterwards and it's not like i'm sitting yeah. down and saying dear journal today the draft went like this and <laughs> peter was a jerk and outbid me uh, seven times across seven guys that he didn't even want uh and all these other things but the the data and the especially the charts that i have built for us in years past give me a really quick little snapshot especially the tilt charts i really love looking at the tilt charts of all of all of our different managers because it just kind of gives a little historic quick look at how the draft itself went who bid on who or sorry who who drafted whom when and how much they spent and what they went for in value as well and i love the tilt element of it and the positional element of it to understand okay who's buying what when and how much money is being dropped on that and where were the late breakers it's just really fascinating to me and i'm not i'm not really a detail-oriented guy i kind of have a uh a mislabeling a lot of times people think or assume i'm really organized and really detail-oriented the reality is no (laughs) i'm I'm really not i'm in charge of some things at work that i probably have no business being in charge of uh i didn't know how to calendar uh when i was in college i i vividly remember uh, going to Collin County Community College, thank you very much, uh, and being in a class with my then-girlfriend, uh, who would be my wife, Allie. And I remember being given, uh, the school was handing out, you know, those like paper week-to-week planner calendars? They're just yeah. they're journal calendars. I remember getting one of those and thinking, wait a minute, I can use this. Because I kept on getting <laughs> burned. I would go, you know, show up to a class and they're like, all right, your quiz is today or your paper's due today, your test is today. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> we have a what today? And so I remember getting that book and going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick this this year. I'm gonna just really nail this. And I grabbed all of my syllabi after the first week and I filled in in that calendar everything that was due and when all across the calendar. And I was so proud of it. I was like, man. I can throw these syllabi away now because here I have my calendar and it's got a reassignment when it's due, which test, all these things. Like I'm not, this is, this is amazing. And I remember showing Allie with this sense of accomplishment and pride, like, look what I have done. Look what I figured out. Do other people know that you can do this? And she said, yeah, Seth, that's called calendaring. Welcome to adulthood. And I was like, oh, oh, 
I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, I'm so I'm glad yeah. she ended up marrying me. Uh, that's in a, spite that's a of tough those one, things. Buddy. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> it was a kick in the nuts. But uh, all that to say, I'm not a detail oriented guy. I just am. I have a habit of building crutches, and crutches are are very very helpful for me. And that's why something like a calendar or I don't know poker face uh, and all of this data is really really fun for me because I love analyzing it uh, and trying to figure out little nuances of it. And what <laughs> what the tilt charts show me and what uh, the overall view shows me is just progression of the draft and uh, who's going for what when. And then, of course, it's fun to have uh, some cold, hard evaluation tools to say uh, apples to apples year to year of value and, and where people spend money and when. So I know, OK, that this changes the draft here and there because I, I really, really like being an offensive drafter. Like it's just fun for me. That's one of my favorite things about the draft is how we get to kind of mess with one another. And uh, ultimately, the goal is to get bang for buck. As you said, you want to get the most value for the little Littlest amount spent. It's what is that called? In uh, there's a there's a word for that, money man. In economics, it's called uh, return on investment. Well, yes, that's what it is. But there's there's a word for the adrenaline rush that you get when you have uh, when you acquire an item or something for less than it's worth. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know what the word it'll, is, it'll but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It'll come to me in a minute. So all that to say, that is, you know, the thrill of the draft, insert word here, uh, in maybe in post, I'll come back and <laughs> be like, you know, that word in economics, and <laughs> factorium, or whatever the whatever the word yeah, is. Yeah, uh, yeah, just dub it over. Yeah, it. it'll, it'll sound totally natural and be fine, because I'm a wizard. Uh, but all that to say, I'm looking forward to the draft this year in a unique way because my apples to apples comparisons are broken. Uh, that extra week changes values of players. It changes economy eventually with the flex dollars uh, going into the draft. Who has what? Um, that'll change things. Fortunately, I updated PokerFace last year to account for variable dollars by manager. Um, because another guy online uh, had asked for it because he was already in a league that nice. that did it. So I've got it already, uh, but I don't know how to use it. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know the, <laughs> how it's going to affect our league. So lots of learning yeah. this year yeah. is my point and uh, looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah, that, that's all, all good points. And I mean, just the draft experience itself or, you know, having a, a, a get together for the weekend. It'll be a, you know, a full, full guys weekend uh, centered around the draft, but not exclusive to just the draft. So um, thank you to you and your parents for uh, offering to host and uh, you know, fingers crossed it worked out. All right. But um, that's gonna be a lot of fun uh, to, to gather and should have um, should have like eight guys there for the draft on Saturday. I think um, how many with a, uh, like on Saturday itself, yeah, I should have like eight, eight guys there because oh, I there's a few we were guys who are five or six. That's awesome. Well, five or six for staying the night, but there's a couple more who are coming in just for the day. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so um, I think I think those numbers are right. Um, so um, I think it'll be a good turnout, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully, your uh, your parents' internet can handle it, and uh, we'll be. Oh man, <laughs> Do we need a backup plan. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, we, uh, we'll, probably, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll do some testing you know, on Friday. Make sure uh, yeah. it looks like we're in good shape. That's a good idea. We should probably do it like at least a, open up a draft lobby and do a mock draft with, yeah. with 12. Yeah, th- th- those of us who are there, yeah. we should, uh, uh, while we're playing poker, we should also uh, mm-hmm. ha- open up a mock draft lobby and make sure we're 12 of us. That's but... a great idea. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> how about I do some research on on uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings of Tyler <laughs> or something? Like yeah, exactly. Make sure we have a exactly. room. Yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, we can find find a, yeah. an offsite uh, location. Yeah. If we need to well. well, in addition to my parents' hospitality at their place, which uh, will be a lot of fun. Of course, we'll be right there on the water. We can take the boat out and do some fishing if we want, early morning or late evening or midday, whatever we want to do. Uh, a wave runner uh, entered the the fold of possibilities yesterday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A, of course you guys are golfing on Friday. It sounds like a handful of you might hit yep. the links with your dad and that's good on you for yep. uh, taking advantage of the time being over in East Texas and see your folks. And yep. Uh, yep. we'll uh, of course golf on Saturday, probably early morning, assuming we get the right tea time set up and do some uh, <clears throat> check. We'll do some drafting on uh, Saturday afternoon, yeah? Yeah. Do we have an official yeah, time? I mean, I know this is 10 hours, ten days, 5 hours. Does that mean you set it for like, what is that, 2 It's set for 2 p.m. Yeah. Central Time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I think that, I think I feel like that's a, a pretty good time. I think we could move it back if we need to. I think it doesn't start until I say hit start button anyway. Oh, okay. So uh, <laughs> make sure, make sure everyone's ready. And I can pause the draft this year yeah. with sleeper. Um, I'll build in some scheduled breaks. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, make sure everyone has the schedule. We're starting at, starting at two. We'll make sure we, you know, have a break at three for five minutes, stretch the legs, go to the bathroom, whatever. Um, we don't have to draft like animals, uh, <laughs> you know, mindless robots this year. Um, we can, uh, you know, the auction, it takes a little bit longer. And uh, and uh, we gotta make sure that stay fresh, stay alert, yeah. uh, make it through to the end. So yeah, um, yeah I think that, I think that'll help. And um, if we have any technical difficulties, then we'll uh, we'll adjust and adapt for it. Make sure we have a, a good, clean, fair fight. Nice. Well, I'm excited uh, for poker on Friday night as well, and barbecue. I'm gonna bring. Uh, my grill. I'm going to be smoking meat on Thursday and Friday. Uh, I'm also going to bring a poker table. Uh, One of my, I I own four uh, since I do these really big (laughs) poker nights at my house. So I'm going to bring a nice felt covered, you know, fold out poker table. And uh, my, uh, I've got some really nice uh, Kim cards. You ever played poker with Kim cards? They're like $30 a deck. They're great. So uh, I probably have not. I'll, I'll bring those. You'll <laughs> love them. I mean, you you want to like brush your face with them, like while you're shuffling. Just, <laughs> it feels amazing. So the <laughs> uh, uh, the game itself of poker, by the way, uh, again, since I have all these resources, I have software that uh, will run our poker game, uh, and you you set it up based on uh, dollar amount in the pot and, and chip values that you want to play with, and and depth of of counts and such. And you kind of give it a time frame of how long you want your game to last. And then it automatically sets your uh, blinds and breaks and timer uh, settings to all of that. And including your like 15 minute breaks here and there and such. So it makes the quality of the game go all kinds of awesome. I mean, it's way, way up. 
And because it's one less thing to think about, and you just have this monitor that you're watching that shows you all the details of the game. It's also really fun because it allows you to track stats. You can track people's kills and uh, chip counts and all kinds of stuff like that. So you can also set up some bounties with it, which is fun. Like uh, in my poker games, I have three different types of bounties that I play for. Uh, one of them is uh, the most kills of the night, regardless of when you go out or not. If you, if you knock out the most people, you get a prize. Um, a, the other two are kicks and giggles, uh, and they are, uh, these visors that I've made, you know, those classic poker visors are like bank accountant visors, the green see-through visor. Yep. Uh, I've got, I've got two of those on one of them. I printed and made this logo label that says, uh, all in first out, which is of course the first person to have to rebuy into the game gets to wear that the rest of the night. (laughs) (laughs) And the, the other one is, it says world's okayest poker player. And that one is for, uh, the person when we play, uh, my poker nights, I do two hours of free play before the tables lock. So you can basically buy in as many times as you want. Uh, if you go out in that two hour period, and then we lock the tables and you can't buy in anymore. But that that allows guys to show up whenever and buy in. But it also means that there's more money in the pot before the end of the night. So uh, if you are the guy who bought in the most in that two hour period, you get to wear the world's okayest poker player hat. Because uh, nice. it's a pretty good little trophy. So nice. all yeah, that to say, bringing uh, some uh, fun elements to to the game, to the weekend. Uh, we'll have all kinds of run on on the lake and on the house, whatever we need. And we're right there in in uh, uh, South Tyler, so whatever we need will be close by. Awesome, awesome, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, l- looking forward to it. More, more data is always a good thing, uh, so that'll be uh, good to have with poker game. Yeah. And yeah, um, yeah, I think so. We just got to make sure we put together the schedule of events, so mm-hmm. like guys who are making the day trip on Saturday know when to uh, show up for what, and uh, we got to figure out food. And uh, figure out um, what everyone needs to chip in to cover uh, cover those costs. And uh, yeah, it'll be um, a great time. Yes, it will. And then, of course, we will draft. And drafting is the uh, it's the show. It's 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 the big time. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just reference you to the last seven seasons worth of uh, you know pre season episodes if you want to hear how much we love the auction draft there's plenty of fodder for you to tickle your ears with as to why auction drafting is better i'm looking at you brian kid and so the uh, ultimate uh takeaway this time is that not only will we draft together but and some guys will have to split but we'll have a little bit more time to hang out, relax, build a lot of relationship. And this is kind of the dream. We've always talked about, you know, the re- yeah. the retreat. And there's been many, we wanted to do it last year. There's been many years where we've we've talked about, oh, is it Vegas? <laughs> is it, you know, New York? Yeah. You know, Brock says, come to Hawaii. And we're like, yeah, that does sound awesome. <laughs> uh, and that would be amazing. But uh, to make it a weekend is, has always been our dream. And, and now it's, uh, you know, even amidst the uh, rising uh, pandemic hit again, uh, it looks like that we're going to be able to do this without too much concern or fear. So I am really looking forward to it. Yeah, we didn't really get to celebrate the 10-year uh, anniversary mm-hmm. with a, a big weekend like we wanted to, so we're going to do it this year. And uh, I'm, I'm happy we'll get to have as many people as will be there um, as we can. 
uh, it'll be a bummer for those who will miss. They, they will be missed. Mm-hmm. We'll, uh, uh, and I'm sure they will have some FOMO going on. Of uh, they'll, they'll be bummed that they're missing out sure. on activities. But um, we'll, we'll still try to make the uh, the draft experience all inclusive. Uh, try to figure out some technology for uh, you know, a Zoom call or something yeah. that we can uh, get everyone um, in the room uh, all, all together d- during the draft. That so. Sounds awesome. Um, the, uh, uh, question I have is, are you aware of anybody planning on auto drafting at this point? And should we, pu- no. and should we publicly shame them in this moment? No, no, not, 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 not aware of it. I think someone had some, maybe a couple of guys have a, a, some things going on that weekend, um, that will make it a challenge for them, but they've like carved out time for the draft specifically. I see. I see. Um, so they, their, their priorities are in the right place, even if they're, you know, on a, on a trip with their wife or something, they're, they're gonna, they're, they're set aside the, the time appropriate. That's what I wanted to hear. <laughs> that is kind of a prereq for the greatest fantasy football league in the world, but, uh, I digress. Peter, <laughs> is there anything else on your mind that we need to cover? Obviously, you know, this is kind of just the hype episode. We get excited, a couple of changes here and there, what to expect. The real, uh, you know, rating starts to skyrocket, of course, with the TNR podcast on the grade episode as we go through the draft results and, of course, assign letter grades to the performances of, uh, uh, of our fellow managers. I I wonder how spending more time with one another, both before and after the draft, might affect our bias or our grading going into the uh, uh, the draft episode or the draft grade episode. In fact, I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there right now. I'm not above taking any kind of bribes. Uh, if you want to bring really good whiskey uh, as host gift for <laughs> me, uh, there is. I have no issue receiving that. And if I accidentally <laughs> spill a little on the keyboard while I'm popping your, your grade in, uh, so be it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> like a little, little different keystroke than I meant. That looks like that was a, a B minus originally, but no, that's an A. Wow. That's an A plus. Uh, I'm not above it is what I'm saying. So <laughs> I think, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if there are some personal vendettas that uh, carry over from poker or golf into the the draft lobby. Oh uh, yeah, um, you know maybe some That's some guys l- licking some wounds from That's a really good point. Previous defeats wanting to get some revenge. Yeah, uh, might might see that happen as another element there. Uh, but I think the whole weekend you know, is going to be one long poker game. You're right. Now that I think yeah. about it, it's just yeah, a battle right. of the minds. Exactly. We're going to be exhausted. <laughs> 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 exactly. exactly. I love it. Uh, I think uh, I think we get better at this every year. I think everyone, as, as a collective group, gets more talented and experienced at the draft, which just makes it that much more challenging and that much more uh, uh, interesting, and um, it makes it that much more satisfying when you uh, come out with a, a good result or you you want a player, or you you got a good bid in. You know, like you're talking about that that special word of that special feeling when you feel like you got a good value on a player. Yeah, there's a word for that. Wh- it still hasn't come uh, to me. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think just as we as we uh, get better, it just makes the experience that much more satisfying. Um, and you know, I think this year was going to be. Uh, um, it's really interesting to see who has done their research uh, for, for the draft. I feel like there's a lot of good players uh, this year. It's, it's um, you know, and the 
the fantasy football community overall, I feel like it's smarter every year. Yeah. And uh, so it'll be interesting how that plays into the auction draft, which is just so much more interesting than the snake because uh, with the, the snake draft, you know, because the fantasy football community is gotten smarter every year, you can pretty much just go off the, 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 the default pick of you know, yeah. who the system says you're supposed That's to right. stick next to you, right. and you're going to come out okay. You, in fact, um, you might come out better if you were to just let fantasy pros yeah. auto draft for you. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That's but right. auction draft is, doesn't work that way. It doesn't. It's, and it's very, very different. It's very different. And, and yet it is very, very balanced. Uh, the fact that uh, it, is, it evens the playing field, it just has very high expectations of the players. Like, that's it. It, it, it increases the level of play, but everybody has the same chance. Uh, and it's up to you to fill in the rest, like your own, yep. your own level of ability and achievement there. It's completely up to you. And, yep. I, and I love it for yep. that reason. I love it for that reason. And, yep. and it's dynamic and it, it changes throughout. It doesn't, uh, there's so many reasons. I, 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 before we started recording, I was like, we're not going to do a show on how awesome the auction draft is. But here's the reality: we can't help it. It just, it just <laughs> comes, it just, it just comes to the surface when we're talking about these things. And I, I can't, I can't hide it any longer. I'm in love. It just, it's I'm the, in it, love. It's the <laughs> it yep. does, it does. Uh, as, as do most things inside the greatest fantasy football league in the world. This is its podcast. He's Peter Owen. I'm Seth Martin. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you at the draft.